What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and I am so pumped to have our guest on with us today. Her name is Tracy McCubbin, and she is a decluttering expert and the author of Making Space Clutter-Free and her latest book, Making Space for Happiness. Tracy looks at the root of our clutter to find the real cause and ways to get real solutions. As the CEO of Declutterfly, she has helped thousands of clients clear the clutter in their lives to create space for positive life changes. This is like music to my ears right now. I'm going through that like nesting stage already and already clearing stuff out and it feels amazing. I know what a difference maker this is when we live in homes that just feel lighter and create so much more possibility for joy and positivity and experiences and time with our families instead of just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning all the time. So let's turn it over to the conversation. I'm so excited to talk to Tracy all about this topic specifically. So grab a notebook and we'll turn it over to the chat. All right, Tracy, welcome to the show. I am so excited to chat with you today. Hey, Micah, super excited to be here. Hey. So <laughs> I know, before, I'm very before, excited. <laughs> I know, I'm so pumped. Before we dig into all things decluttering and all of the fun stuff, tell our listeners a little bit more about how you got into this work, how you got started, why you started writing books about it. Like clearly, this is something you're so passionate about, which I love. So tell us where it all began. So I had a very circuitous route to um, my life. I opened my business, Declutterfly, which is a professional decluttering and organizing business 16 years ago. And um, I was one of those people that I did a lot of jobs that I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I don't want to do this. (laughs) So I was sort of knocking them down. But then I realized... um, The other day, I was like, wow, everything that I thought was a career path that I didn't want actually prepared me for running this business. Like I learned from everything. So I had at the time, 16 years ago, I was a personal assistant and I started to get calls from friends of the people I was working for and like, oh, you're really organized. And can you help us do this? And can you help us do that? And so I started doing these jobs on the weekends and in free time. And then as I joke, my little flip phone started blowing up (laughs) (laughs) and just more and more came. And I was like, this is a business. Like I didn't even really, so I was sort of an accidental entrepreneur. And I think a big part of it was, and I talk about this a lot, um, I'm the child of a hoarder. So my dad has extreme hoarding disorder and is still dealing with it. So I came into a skill set with also an incredible understanding and empathy of the complicated relationship we have to our stuff. 
So very early on, I was like, oh, this is hard. I know, I get it. So, you know, it just started taking off. And then, so 16 years later, I have 12 people working for my company now. And I started writing the books because I kept seeing these themes. I kept seeing the first book is about um, why we can't let go. And the second book is about why we keep buying. And I kept mm. seeing people have the same, getting stuck in the same ways. And I was like, I, this is the same for all of us. So that's what inspired me to write the books. I love it. I love it so much. And that is so interesting about your dad. How, like, I want to start with that. How have you helped him <laughs> as you've obviously learned all of yeah. these things? Is that something that you're like, we'll just let him do his thing or is that- Yeah, we've tried, you know, we've tried over the years to get him. And I, I just want to say this to people who are listening. If you are concerned that you or someone in your life has hoarding disorder, there is help out there. It's There's a very big difference between actual hoarding disorder and my house is messy or I'm cluttered. Um, right. And so there are lots of resources. You can always reach out to me. I can send you to books and different ways. And, you know, it's an anxiety disorder. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I also think there's a sort of addiction level to it because they get addicted to their stuff. Yeah. So we've tried to help him over the years and it hasn't gone very well. So we're now, you know, he's 85. We've moved him into senior living and just, he has his little house and he goes and visits his stuff every day. And now we just, we try and keep him comfortable. Just love him through it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, so you talked about your your two different books, which I think is so interesting because I've just like thinking about my own experience with decluttering and how good it feels when you're like, oh my gosh, everything has a place. It looks so clean. And then like life happens and you're like, holy moly, how do I keep up with this? It's like, what are those things that people can identify? Okay. If I want my home to feel this way and look this way, and that means not a ton of extra stuff why do I keep buying all the crap? Like, why do I continue <laughs> to get more stuff? Like, why have you figured that out yet? What is the, yeah, thing? I have. So, um, it's a couple, it's a couple reasons. One, it is, we are being marketed to mm. 24 hours <laughs> a day. We are, yeah. there's such a change in the media landscape and we haven't accounted for it. And we're like, Oh, these people on social media, they're my friends. No, they're trying to sell you stuff. You know, look, I, I'm I own a business. I wrote books, like I understand, but it's gotten so out of whack. And you know, every movie is sponsored now, and every movie has merchandise, and that you buy it at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and you have kids. You know, they want all the cocoa oh and all the brave stuff. Yes. And, um, so, so that's a part of it. And then there's a very interesting science of buying. So we're hardwired to be hunters and gatherers. 
So when we were nomadic and living like that, we were, when we found a pear tree in the wild or we killed a rabbit, we were rewarded with a lot of dopamine to say, this mm. is good, keep doing it. The problem is we haven't evolved out of it. That makes so sense. now <laughs> we go to Target, we get the same hit of dopamine as if we'd killed a woolly mammoth for our family. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't learned to regulate that. So what we're doing is like, oh, that hit of dopamine feels good. It, I want more of it. Uh, oh, let me just shop more. And then you add sales on top of it. And then you add online shopping. And so we're in this just quagmire of acquiring. And then, so that's the science part of it. And then we sort of been sold this bill of goods that buying something will fix us. Mm, totally. That there's something missing. Anti-aging is a great place to start. There's something wrong with you because, you know, I'm 57. Like I'm aging. I'm so grateful for every day that I'm here. Do I love moisturizer? Of course. Do I love a good sunscreen? Of course. Is there a cream out there that's going to turn back the hands of time? No, <laughs> but we're being told that it is and that we're wrong right. and bad for not trying to do it. So in the book, I identified these, I call them the clutter magnets. And the way mm. that I see them, Micah, is as if, like, I imagine that we have a little hole inside of like a puzzle piece cut out, like, and it's sort of, I'm trying to, you know, find true connection or big love or self-confidence and I'm, I'm buying it, I'm buying it, I'm shoving it in and it doesn't work. So what the book is saying is not don't buy, I'm not saying don't shop for a year, I'm just saying, look at why you're buying and what is it working? So I, I had a consult the other day with this lovely couple, lovely. They were so sweet. They were in their seventies and she was 100% like, I have been shopping through the pandemic. I have been buying clothes. It's out of control. I don't know what to do. And we started talking and it turned out she had retired right before the pandemic. So she wasn't going to work anymore. Then because of the pandemic, she stopped going to church in person. So she was watching it on video and then she wasn't playing bridge anymore. So three mm. very big social things were taken off of her plate. And so she was trying to fill it with shopping. And the first thing I was like, can you go back to church in person? Can you start playing bridge again? She's, her husband's like, there's a bridge group this meeting this <laughs> afternoon. I'll drive her. <laughs> so, so just filling those it, gaps, filling those exactly. holes. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the things that in the book, I don't just talk about sort of what you're, you know, the over shopping and what you're buying, but also here's ways that you can get those same feelings. That's not buying stuff. I love that. I love that. And it makes so much sense. It's like when you talk about the true connection, what are, what are the magnets? There's seven of them, right? Right. So true connection. Okay. Yep. True connection, strong self-confidence, free time. This is such a good one because everyone's buying all these gadgets to save time, you know, and you're like, totally. are, you really, are you really saving time? Big love that's buying or giving gifts to get people to love you. I see this with my grandparents all the time. Um, self-respect real purpose. This mm. one's interesting because this is in our sort of side hustle. Everybody's got to have a bunch of jobs. You know, people are getting lost in what their real purpose is. And I think they try and buy a bunch of stuff to find it. Yeah. And then the last one is lasting wisdom. You know, do you buying lots of courses online and lots of, you know, trying to learn. So 
it's just, it's really interesting. It's really been resonating with people. It's great. I love that so much. I'm super excited to read through it and dig in because I always find myself, like I ask myself that all the time. I'm like, it is so satisfying to me to finish a jar of something and throw it away or to finish a package and throw it away. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to clear (laughs) something out. And then I'm like, why do I also continue to buy stuff? If it feels, I feel like it feels better to throw something out than it does to get something. So I'm like, then what is going on here? I'm like, yeah. And, and, you know, I think, and I think it's paying attention. I was was telling somebody this the other day, I went to like a outlet mall, you know, where they have all the outlets. And I was with someone that was a little emotionally challenging. And I sort of found myself buying Mm. like to sort of avoid. And I got in the car and I was like, I had a stuff hangover. I was like, why did I buy those things? Like they were final sale. Oh, Ugh. shoot. And I was like, because <laughs> I was super triggered and yeah. I didn't set myself up for success. I didn't go into it saying, it's going to be a hard day. Give yourself a budget. You know, you got $100 to blow on something. Like it, it just, you forget, you know, you forget when you're in the middle of it. You forget when you're trying to run a business and you're exhausted at the end of the day. You forget when you're a parent and the kids are screaming. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you forget when you're the sandwich generation and dealing with young kids and aging parents. Like it's, a, and you're like, oh, I'll just, I'll just buy a spiralizer and everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. And I love that you focus on the root. Cause I think lots of people just try to deal with the symptom of the situation, which is the stuff the clutter, like, okay, let's go declutter your house. Let's go do this. Let's go organize. Let's go get all the bins. Let's go whatever. But if you're not understanding why you're accumulating in the first place, then nothing is ever going to be sustainable. So I love that you teach that and that you focus on it. And I think that that's why people keep, you know, sort of getting back to the same place. They're like, why am I doing this again? Why am I doing this again? And you look at the reasons and you understand, you know, this is a great thing. This is, I tell, this is a great thing for your listeners right off the bat. Here's a change you can make in the next three minutes. Instead of saying, Oh, I need, I need a new pair of jeans. I need a new headband. Cause you don't, you really don't, unless you lost your house in a fire, you don't, you have plenty of jeans and plenty of headbands. Just start saying, I want, because when you when you acknowledge that this is just a want, it kind of loses all its power. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want a new pair of jeans. Well, why do I want a new pair of jeans? Because oh, I'm feeling like I worked really hard this week and I feel like I deserve a treat or, <laughs> you know, one. And then yeah. when you drill down, you're like, oh, actually, I don't need them. I love that. All right, friends, in case you haven't heard, our family's farm to table verified natural beef can be on your doorstep by Tuesday. Folsom Farm Beef is officially shipping out our pasture-raised beef nationwide every single Monday. We're talking high-end quality restaurant-style beef sent right to your doorstep. If you value locally sourced farm-to-table foods, then this is especially for you. Our beef is not only raised from start to finish on our own family farm, but our cows also get tippy-top cow treatment with the expertise and knowledge that JD brings to the table as a cattle veterinarian. Getting our family's beef on your family's table is a product of JD and I's two worlds colliding in the most beautiful way. And we are so excited about the opportunity to serve your family for years to come. If you aren't following along on Instagram, you can follow the farm at Folsom Farm Beef. 
And you can learn more about the farm and see what goes into raising cows and hear what our customers are saying about their experience. Just people falling in love with homegrown beef all over the nation. And I am so happy to get this out to more families. But what really lights us up about this is getting to build another family business that our kids and siblings can be a part of growing for generations to come. When you become a part of the Folsom Farm family, you aren't just supporting a local farmer. You're a part of a big family dream of ours that's coming to life. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of it. So if you're a beef lover, you haven't truly experienced the best of steak, roast, brisket, or ground beef until you've tasted it straight from our farm. Get your order in by Sunday and have your box on your doorstep by Tuesday. We have a variety of options to fit your family's needs with boxes ranging from 10 pound samplers to 50 pound freezer stock ups. And if you want to save the most and never have to worry about getting on the wait list, make sure you're a part of our VIP crew for monthly savings and first priority shipping. Head to FolsomFarmBeef.com and get on our email list to receive a $20 off promo code for your first box. We cannot wait to get our beef on your doorstep. All right, back to the show. How would you go about teaching your kids this? Same thing, like the want versus need. I feel like I have a couple kids who their love language are it's gifts. It's accumulating. It's like, they remember specific presents given by specific people at specific times. And I'm like, Oh, this is so interesting because like, how do I continue to fill that love cup in a way that speaks to them without getting all the stuff all the time? I'm like, ah, yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's interesting. I feel like it's net, you know, never not too early, but I also feel like helping create the, um, the awareness of what things cost and mm. what the time and labor that goes into it. Yeah. Um, I remember when my niece was little and she was flying to go see my, our mother, her grandmother. And it was like the way things were going, she was old enough to fly by herself, but she was pretty nervous about it. And my, it was like, my brother was like, oh, this would make my life so much easier if she could do this 45 minute flight. We'll drop her off, you know, perfectly safe Southwest. It was all great. But she was like, oh, and my brother's like, look, if I take this flight with you, it's going to cost back and forth, you know, $800, $900, which is that. But if you can take the flight, it'll save that money. And it means I can buy you a, a new Nintendo DS for this amount. And all of a sudden when she like, heard the math of it. She was like, oh, okay, I can do it. So yeah. I think with kids, it's like, this costs this. I have to, we have to put these many hours in or, you know, getting them to, in a way, earn it, right? Like there, for me, my first job, when I realized like, oh, I can work at the sandwich shop and buy that blue satin baseball jacket I really want. Like when I realized I was empowered, it was great. And so I yeah. think that's a really good lesson. And you know, you walk a fine line with kids because you don't want to burden them with the adult business of bills, but you also want them to understand that things cost money and this is how we make the money, you yeah, know? I, and I do realize that like when I have them, cause we're really big on that too. Like they're able to earn money and they're able to buy their own things in between holidays and things. And it's so interesting because something they really, really wanted and think they really, really needed. And was like, right now I need this, like go buy it. All of a sudden when they have to earn it, they're like, mm, yeah, 
Yeah, actually, I don't really want it that much. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? They're like, eh, I'm fine. Totally, <laughs> totally. You know, and I think that's a really, I think, and also I think in families, uh, look, I'm so guilty of this. I have nieces and nephews. I don't have kids. I have nieces and nephews, and I love spoiling them more than anything. It's like <laughs> my favorite thing. But I also have to, the last time I went, you know, there's like a tradition. I open my suitcase, and then I was like, you know what? I sort of noticed that they were like diving for the suitcase and the stuff. Or, and I was, it. yeah. And so the last couple trips, I haven't brought anything. And I was like, but I'm going to pick you guys up from school and take you for ice cream. And they were like, yeah. Oh, yeah I love so it. I also had to be careful that I wasn't training them that every time I show up, I buy them something. Yeah. Like that was on me because I wanted to shower them with love yeah. and then making it be about how do we spend time together? Yeah. I love that. I've seen that with my kids too. They have an aunt that didn't have kids yet for years. Now she does, but she didn't. So she would do the same thing. She would always bring him a snack or a treat or some goodies. And so they got to the point where they're like, all right, hi, love you. Where's my stuff? And I'm like, knock it off. But yeah, yeah. they kind of had been trained for that. And it's, it's really interesting. And then, and so I really like the last year have really worked on it and it. you know it's great they're just as happy to go get an ice cream cone they're just totally. as happy to have me pick them up from school and go get ice cream it's yeah. like I'm like oh I can help do this so you yeah. know yeah and but I love that you I'm, brought that up too though because so much of what we do in life in general we pass on to our kids we pass on to the people in our lives. So it's like if we live in a cluttered place if we have attachment issues with stuff it is like almost a hundred percent likely we are passing that on to our children. So I love that. It's like, it's never too late. Wherever you're at in life, you can get a handle on this. You can start to understand your relationship with stuff and things, and then you can help your kids develop a healthier relationship with things and understand why and all this, all of that. And I think the interesting thing too, and, um, you know, I, 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 I just say this to blue in the face it's not about having a perfect house. So it mm. looks good on Instagram. It's about having a house that works for you. Yeah. How, does your house work? Can you eat a family dinner together or is the table too covered with stuff? Like that's one of the first things that when I go and meet people to work with them in person, they'll be like, oh yeah, we all just eat on the couch or the, you know, on the chair. Somebody eats at their desk because we just have too much stuff on the dining room table. I'm like, it's going to go so fast, like missing these family meals. Like yeah. you're, It's going to go so fast. So it's about working, making it work for you. And I think it, it applies to kids, not only kids. I did this with my husband too, because he was like always losing his keys. And I'd be oh. like, you know, if you put your keys in the key bowl every day, then you'll know where they are. And he's like, and then it go, and then he started doing it. And now he's like, oh, you know what I noticed? I'm like, you never lose your keys. And that's a great conversation to have with kids yeah. about why to keep their rooms tidy or the playroom tidy. So you can find the stuff you want to play with. Yeah. That's why. So you're not running around looking for your soccer shoes. You're not, you know, this is why we have systems. So things run smoothly so we can do the stuff we love to do. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much because my kids are always losing their shoes. Always. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you have one shoe all the time? <laughs> like where's the other freaking shoe, but it's so true. And we even have a spot for them, but of course they just throw them everywhere. So these are like, I'm like such little things, like let just reminding them everything has a place. And if it doesn't have a place, let's find a place and let's make that the normal. And let's create that 
Like it's not And hard. I think I think it's also interesting to sort of point out to kids too, like this, you running around, us trying to get out the door, like living frantically, it's not good for anybody. Right. You know, and if you're running a business and if you're, you know, it's just like if I always say this, if you start your day off, like if your closet is super cluttered, so you're getting dressed out of your laundry basket. Like if your closet's such a place that you can't even put your clothes away in the drawers. And so you're already starting out like feeling bad about yourself and like, uh, it's just not a great way to start the day. But if you're like, here's my closet, here's my clothes, I get dressed, like I've got a leg up. And it's the same thing with kids, like that running around, where's my, like it's no fun for anybody. Right. <laughs> it brings such a different energy. When you walk into a room and you're like, it just feels lighter. It feels like cleaner. It feels just less overwhelming. And when you can live in that space, that creates a whole nother energy for how you interact with your family and how you show up for your business and how you literally do everything in life. So they have done, there have been so many studies on the effects of clutter on people, but even more on women. It's so mm. interesting. Clutter affects women so much more. It re- increases their cortisol. It's stra- like it's just fascinating to me that women are so much more affected by it. They had I read this study recently where they put people in a cluttered kitchen, put them in a cluttered kitchen and they offered them snacks. They offered them a carrot in one hand and a cookie. And the majority of people in the cluttered kitchen took the cookie. They repeated the same experiment in an uncluttered kitchen, offered them a carrot and a cookie. The majority of people took the carrot. So there's this clutter is going on and it's impacting your decision-making. It's impacting, you know, how you take care of yourself. Like it's, we don't realize it's just, it's just not about having a tidy house to have a tidy house. It's about having a life that works for you. Yeah. I love that so much. So what would you say? We'll we'll kind of wrap things up with this. What would you say to our listeners who are like, okay, I love the idea of this. I'm so overwhelmed. Where do I start? Oh, I got you. <laughs> so um, I do, I, I think we're up to about 40 of them now. I have on social media, on Instagram or TikTok at Tracy McCubbin, um, at actually Tracy underscore McCubbin. I forget that all the time. I have these five minute decluttering challenges. Oh, I love it. So there are things that you can declutter in five minutes. They blew up. People like, I keep getting DMs every day from somebody who's like, I started the challenges and all of a sudden I've done my whole house. It's five minutes. It's one category. It's great. And then if you go to my website, tracymccubbin.com, you can also sign up for my email list and you'll have a, and I'll give you a PDF of all of them, but it's such a great way to, it's not a big investment. It's like, got the kids off to school, you know, or you came home at the end of the day or a Saturday in five minutes, coffee cups, old socks, you know, just these really specific categories. It's great. That is so good. I love it because when it's bite-sized like that, it's so doable. You're like, oh, I can yeah. find five minutes in my day. Yeah. And before and, you and know now- it, like you said, the whole house is done. <laughs> And then what also starts to happen is you start to do my suggestions and then you're sort of find yourself like waiting for a phone call to start at your desk. And you're like, oh, let me just clean out this drawer. Like, you know, yeah. it just starts to become like in a rhythm. An ins- yeah. An instinctual practice. Yeah. I love it. Now I'm excited to go stock your page and go find all the challenges. I'm, like, I'm going to do one every day, every day. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so good. So is that the best place for, obviously I want all of our listeners to get your book. Your newest one 
Is that the one you would recommend or would you recommend starting with the other one? You know, it just depends on, yeah, I feel like if you're someone who just can't get started decluttering the first book, which is called Making Space Clutter Free, that's a great place to start. If you're like, I'm a great declutterer, but the stuff keeps coming in, then it would be this, yep, Make (laughs) Space for Happiness, the second book. And, you know, Instagram and TikTok are my big platforms. Instagram probably a little bit bigger and it's great. We're just having a good time over there. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, three hundred dollars You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Well, Tracy, you are such a gem. I'm so excited you came on. I'm like, I was, we were chatting before the show and I'm like, this is so perfect because I'm already in the nesting stage of my pregnancy and I'm like wanting to clear everything out and just clean everything and declutter. So I'm like, this would be perfect. So now I get to read your book. I get to do your challenges. I get to implement all these things. Amazing. So much joy. <laughs> Amazing. And congratulations. When's the, when's Thank the baby you. coming? In June. I know crazy it's by too fast too fast too fast I know that's the thing that's that's why that's the whole purpose like I'm like I don't want you to waste your time on your stuff I want you to spend your time with people that you love and doing things that you love that's all that matters and that's where I find myself too I'm like I'm like kids we can either be hanging out and playing games and doing stuff or we can be cleaning all the freaking time because I can't be like, okay, let's go play and let's go have fun when my house looks like a, like a tornado just hit it. Right. So, and right. that totally makes sense when you're like, women are affected by this more. And I'm like, yep, that's me. It makes me crazy. It makes yeah, me because, like crazy. Well, because the thing is ultimately every piece of clutter is a decision you have to make. And you're like, I already oh, yeah. make so many decisions a day. What's everybody yeah. wearing? Did everybody get in the shower? Did it, you know, it's like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to make those decisions. Yeah. We, uh, my husband had been gone for a while. He works in football and he was away. And when he came back on Saturday, his daughter had been living with us and the kitchen had gotten just a little turned upside down. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my pantry. I have a couple hours. I put on music. I had a cup of tea. It felt so good. And we, the last couple of nights we've been cooking dinner, it's like all of a sudden we're like, oh, this is so much easier. Oh, that's where the soy sauce is. Oh, that's where the olive oil is. Great. And like, I just all of a sudden, and I found that we were more inclined to cook because the pantry was organized. It was like, it was like, oh, there's the beans right there. Oh, let's make burritos. Like it was, the change was immediate instead of that every night, like, oh, what do you want to make for dinner? And it was, it was great. And it was such a positive outcome. So that's what I want people to walk away with is that we're doing this for a positive outcome, not to be right, 
not to be perfect because we're human and we may, you know, but to make your life a little bit easier. I love it. I love it so much. Tracy, thank you so, 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 so much for taking time to be on you guys. If you resonated with this, if you want help in this department, go find her, get on her email list, grab her book, do her challenges, all the things. And you should tag us when you do the challenges, tag us so that we know that you listened, it resonated, you're doing the things. That's what I love to see more than anything else. It's one thing to listen and to get inspired, but it's a whole nother story when you take action on it and you start to implement it in your life. Cause that's when change happens and growth happens and all the good stuff happens. So you guys, I hope this was helpful. Share it with all your friends and Tracy, once again, thanks for being on. You are awesome. Thanks, Micah. You bet. All right, you guys, we'll see you back in another week. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.